and welcome back to Sin 90.7 FM. You're listening to Youth and Loud with Peter and Jack tonight. Um, so on this episode, we're talking about uh, body image and self-acceptance, um, the pressure that society and the media can place on us to look a certain way or dress a certain way. And we're also uh, joined in the studio with uh, Ahana as well. Um, how are you going tonight, Ahana? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me on. How you doing, Jack? Very well, Peter, and yourself? Yeah, not 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 too bad for a, what is it, Saturday night. There Saturday you go. Night, it's a cold night at that, so... It is. Classic Melbourne weather for you, that's oh, for no, sure. it's too cold. Um, so just to kick us off, um, Ahana, who is a guest on the show tonight, um, would you like to just tell us a little bit about yourself, Ahana, and um, what life looks like for you at the moment? Yeah, no, good. Um, I really enjoy going to school. I'm in year nine at the moment, 15 years old. And yeah, I mean, the workload's getting a bit more, but yeah, I still have a lot of extracurricular activities. I love acting, play guitar. Yeah, awesome. love it. Well, I can tell you, the workload's going to get a lot bigger for you as you, as you go through. So. <laughs> it is, that's it. Lap it up as you go. Exactly but um, right. yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. Well, what do you like about um, acting, um, Johanna? Um, yeah, I really like, you know, getting into a different character, you know, you can, with acting, you can be a lot of different things, you can, I know, it's like a vast realm of, you know, you can choose whatever thing you want to act out, and yeah, it's just, mm. you know, you can suit it to all abilities, and as it gets harder, you know, that you can make a career out of it, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I wonder if you actually go into another character when you're dealing with your parents, if you're like, okay, I'm sick of my parents, <laughs> and I, I want to just go into another character, and like, do you, do you trip them out? And... Sometimes you just tap into it without realising. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, good quality to have, I guess, when That's you great. can pull that up for your own advantage. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're joined as well with um, Jack, and just tell us, just for those of you who might not know you, Jack, just tell us a yep. little bit about yourself and what life looks like for you at the moment. Yeah, sure. Okay, well, I, um, I'm actually the assistant producer for Get Serial, which is our flagship breakfast show here on Sin, um, 6 to 9 a.m., Monday to Thursday, shameless plug. Um, yeah, so that's, um, that's what I'm doing at the moment, and I'm also doing an advanced radio course at uh, Radio Training Institute, which is just in South Melbourne, um, and that's really going to bridge the gap between sin and commercial radio. Um, so once I'm out of there, hopefully I can land a job in a regional commercial station and then just build my way up. Um, as well as that, I also do a bit of vision-impaired sport, I do a bit of training um, and, you know, all sorts of things. So I'm definitely keeping myself busy. A man of many trades, Jack. Yes. Well, I, I can't, I'm not a carpenter or an electrician <laughs> or anything, but yeah, for sure. <laughs> in a metaphoric sense, a yes. man of many trades. All right. Um, so, yeah, tonight we're just having a chat about um, body image and self-acceptance and the pressure that society, um, such as the media, can put on young people to dress a certain way or um, to look a certain way. Um, so part of tonight's episode, I'll be reading some quotes and then we'll have a bit of a discussion about those quotes just to get um, some thoughts about that. Um, so the first quote is, uh, women's magazines and other media forms and other places that push dieting have no clue what they're talking about. Um, in brackets, also most women's magazines espouse unhealthy advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so to, to Jack, we'll start with you. Um, Jack, do you think that women's magazines and other forms of media have a positive or negative influence on girls and women and if so or if not how it's very interesting because i think that 
the media portray this idea of the perfect woman or the perfect body shape. Um, and, of course, what that means is, of course, there's someone who's skinny um, or who has a rib bone showing or something like that, and you need to aspire to, to get to that level. Um, I don't think that there's any any leeway in that. I think that that is the main agenda that they're trying to push. And for women to see that on a regular basis, it's not good for their self-esteem. And they look at themselves and they go, okay, in in a normal sense, I'm actually okay. But according to the media, I'm not okay. Mm. So I'm going to take the media's word for it. You know, the average um, body size um, or body, yeah, well, clothing size at the moment for, for a woman is, you know, um, size 14. And we're going out to a size 16. But in in the media sense, 12 is classed as curvy. Mm. So, so you know, you're really saying it's um, un, un, unrealistic pressure that the media can place on women or girls to, to look a certain way. It really is, yeah. And I think that the modelling industry um, as well is definitely um, responsible for that. Um, and if you And if you look at other people and they say, okay, well, she's now at a size 12, she's too big. Well, in general terms, that's fine. You know, mm. but the media has this skewed perception of a certain size is ideal, and generally that is not the size of society. Mm. Um, and so I think it's it's scarring to to the industry and to society um, mm. that the media the media's agenda is trying to push. It's not good. Um, and Johanna, what what are your thoughts? Um, do you think that there is this um, unrealistic, I guess, pressure that the media, such as magazines or other outlets, can place on, on women or, or girls? Or what, what do you think? Well, in my opinion, I, I reckon a lot of women's magazines, to an extent, um, I think they do influence um, young women's um, view of themselves. But then again, women's magazines are a lot like you know, on the first page, this is a beautiful recipe for a cake. And then the next page, there'll be like a new gym workout. Then there'll be, you know, um, you should respect your body and just be happy the way you are. And then there'll be like a page of um, celebrity models. So I guess, you know, and then again, I think, you know, the the views that the media does put out do vary because there are, you know, a lot of women out there who do... Um, give out like you know good vibes and you know they encourage women to feel safe in their own skin for example Jennifer Lawrence um who's the main protagonist on the Hunger Games is Katniss Everdeen she um, yeah it is an excellent one (laughs) one of my personal favorites well she actually um specifically doesn't go any on any special diets and things and she she's like a really good advocate for women because she doesn't she I once did read a magazine article about her she didn't want young girls to look up to Katniss Everdeen and be like oh to be you know as cool as that I need to diet and I need Mm. to have this certain body shape in Mm. fact that's the way she's you know Jennifer Lawrence is like you know proud of her body and Mm. I feel that puts out a really good image to the young women of today yeah so it sounds like what you're really saying um Ahan is that there's both both uh, positive and negative influences that um, media outlets such as magazines can have on women and you mentioned there that there's some good um articles in terms of dieting but then at the same time there can just be um pictures of supermodels so it's a bit of a bit of a mixture is that kind of what you're saying or yeah, it is. I mean, um, you can't you can't always have. It's not one side of the scale. There are always going to be both sides of the picture. And you know, women choose to take in what they, you know, what they think is right. And you know, like it's 
it's pretty um yeah it's both sides of the story again and i think ahana the, the fact that you mentioned both sides of the scale i think that the media is portraying that those two sides are separated by the smallest of margins so you know as i was saying earlier you know t- size 12 and size 14 if you're a size 14 you're too big if you're a size 12 you're too small so it's it's very hard to win in the sense of the word um in the way of the in the way of the media uh there's no leeway for this is the perfect size you're either too big or you're too small mm. and it's not you know it's not ideal yeah and it sounds um it sounds like um to me that there could be some some contradicting elements there with on the one hand providing useful articles i guess to um to girls or women in terms of dieting or what have you but then having other things such as images of an unrealistic um, picture of girls. It sounds like there could be some contradiction there as well. I just want to raise another point, Peter, if I can. Um, we've raised a lot of women's issues and their, with their body shape, but I think if we flip it onto the men as well, and you look at you look at the men in, in today's society and you look at men's fitness and you go, okay, well, I want to look like that, but in reality I don't. I think that they put, paint them as, you know, the, the ideal man's you know man's body and i think that people mm. strive for that not realizing that look the way i am at the moment sure i don't have a six-pack i don't have you know big arms or whatever but i'm actually okay in my own skin mm. but i think the media as well portrays pushes you know men who are well developed as this is the way to be this yeah. is the ideal man and i think there was a, it was an article done um by our friends at panorama a couple of weeks ago on fitspo and i think that that's a very dangerous trend um in society in that whilst we're trying to promote healthy body body image at the same time we're saying all right you need to look like this in a certain way so it's a bit of a contradiction um on both sides yeah i think you raise a good point um jack that you know this whole thing about body image and self-acceptance and the pressure that media or society can place on young people to to look a particular way um, or to conform to a particular um, ideal is not just an issue that affects girls or women's, but it is one that affects guys as well. Um, I'd say that, in, in my own opinion, I think it's more prevalent for females. Mm. But it, you're right; it does affect guys to you know to to, to be muscular or, or or what have you. Um, so yeah, it is a good point there, um, Jack. Um, so we're going to cut to another song, and this song is called... It's a pretty awesome song. I'm just going to check the name of it. It is called Man in the Mirror. It's a pretty awesome cover as well, and when we get back, we'll keep having this conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it. All right, and welcome back to Sin 90.7. You're listening to Youth and Loud with Peter and Jack tonight, and we're having a discussion about body image and self-acceptance, um, so the pressure that society and the media can place on people, um, young people in particular, um, for tonight to, to look a certain way or to, to dress a certain way um, or to participate even in a certain lifestyle. Um, so, Jack, what do, you, what do you think, I guess, with what we have been talking about in relation to this pressure which comes from the media, um, do you think that something needs to change about how the media represents body image for both guys and girls? I think something does need to change, but I think that it's, it's very interesting because I think that we need to promote a healthy body image, so obviously not promoting obesity or anything like that, but we can't be pushing an agenda that is saying, okay, you know, you've got unhealthy, you've got healthy, and then you've got um, 
uh, taking healthy to an extreme. Mm. And I feel like that the media is trying to push the latter um, agenda, so take, uh, taking healthy to an extreme. And mm. I think we need to bring it back just a little bit to saying, okay, have a healthy body, okay, but don't push it so that you make yourself unwell. Um, and I think, and of course by that, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the models where you've got bones sticking out and things like mm. that. Um, and there's been many, many states um, moments in the media where people are looking at someone saying, oh, you're too thin. Um, yeah, yeah. Ricky Lee Coulter is actually a good example of that. She has many, she's had much coverage in the media about her, about her body. Um, and she's had problems with her weight and it's fluctuated and I think she's in a good place now but whenever she comes into the media it seems to be oh she's too thin mm. um, and so we yeah, need to bring I it think, back. Um, I think you raise a, a really good point there Jack that it, it is about this balance um, mm. on the one hand you can try and promote something which, which is too healthy um, and then on the other hand, you can just, as you were saying, um, go to the extreme where you're not being concerned about issues such as obesity. Um, but it does remind me of a good point as well that we're supposed to in- enjoy our bodies and yes. you know in- enjoy food and take pleasure pleasure in those things. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think it's a good point. Yeah. Um, so what about you, um, Ahana? Um, what what are your thoughts? Um, I actually do think that. There are many sides to the media. I don't think we should um, view the media as such a negative influence like we tend to do. I think that, you know, people who are influenced by the media might be slightly, you know, insecure, and that's okay, and we have to accept that. But we need to remember that not everyone wants a, like, thin, curvy, ideal body that we, you know, we, we think of. In terms of saying that the media needs to change what they're putting out there. I think it needs to be more on us and how much that we are actually affected by that mm-hmm. because it's really about, you know, I'd, I'll i be the first to say that I'm not, you know, the skinniest person and I'm not a model, but d- does that mean I'm not comfortable in my own body or does that mean I'm not, I don't compare myself to other women? Mm-hmm. I think that's you a know? very good point you raise. I think, I think that, you know, the media is thrust upon us and those ideas are thrust upon us but it's actually up to us as humans um, and as a society to go okay I'm going to either accept that idea and act upon it or I'm going to reject it and go okay you're telling me that I want to be sick thin but I'm going to go no I don't want to be that so Mm. I'm going to live my own life I think that's a very good point that you raise in that we can't let the media control us and how Mm. we um, then act on those feelings that we've supposedly been given by the media. I think that's a very good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Like, for example, social media platforms, even though, you know, scrolling through Instagram every every day, you see the best parts of people's lives. You see the highlights. And if you compare yourself to that, you know, be like, oh, look what a dreary old life I'm living and look what <laughs> they're doing. You know, you, you just can't do that. Yeah, it's, no. it's about exactly what you take in and you know, how, how you take in that information and how you manipulate it and you use it. So and I don't think the media's views, um, what the media puts out there needs to change. I think it should be more upon us and how we how we actually view that and how we, um, yeah, how we perceive what they're telling us. 
Um, yeah, and you raise such a good point um, in the matter of comparison um, that if we compare people, we're bound to always feel worse about ourselves mm-hmm. because in reality, there's there's always going to be someone who is is better looking, who's more talented, who's more gifted, who's more confident. Mm-hmm. It, it's just the way it works. There's always a bigger fish in the ocean type yes. thing. So I think you're right, um, Ahana. I think that we fall into that trap of comparing ourselves to others. It's just bound to fall back on us in in a negative sense, and we're we're just going to feel worse about ourselves. Well, I think that I think that that's look. I don't, I don't completely agree with that, but I think it's look. There's definitely some merit to that, but I think also you need to have someone to look up to in if you were wanting to change your body for to the better. I think if you were just going on on your own, and you're going okay. I want to change my body, but I don't know where to what to reach. If you were to have an inspiration and go, okay, well. Let's use a Hunter's example. So, okay, let's just say, all right, I want to look like um, Jennifer Hawkins, for example, okay? You're going to go, okay, I want to look like her. I may not get there, but if I can use her as an example, maybe not go to that extreme, but use her as a um, use her as, a, as an example to go to. I don't think that if you're going to want to change your body, I don't think you can go it alone. I think you need to, do need to have that, that inspiration in your head to go, this the idea, the ideal I want to reach. Maybe not that much, but I think mm. you need to have that idea in your head. Um, yeah, and it does. You did raise um, another really good point uh, before Ahana in relation to to security or insecurity and, and self worth and worth, and and where we do choose to get that sense of self worth from. Whether we choose to get it from what the media tells us about ourselves or magazines or from other places. Um, so, we're going to chat more about uh, this issue of self worth when we get back from this next song. Um, so, this is Feel the Tide Turning. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, and welcome back to Sin 90.7 FM with that nice finishing guitar stroke there. Um, you're listening to Youth and Loud, and tonight we're having a chat about um, body image and self-acceptance. Um, so talking a bit about the pressure that the media and the pressure that society can uh, place on people um, to, to look a certain way, to dress a certain way, and in terms of their self-worth. Um, so, Jack, if I can just... Um, ask you there, there's a quote here as well so as part yes. of tonight's episode we're reading a few quotes yes. and then having discussions about what these quotes uh, might mean um, so the next quote is if you're a good person you deserve to be loved and yep. respected regardless of your appearance weight or shape yes. um, so Jack if I can just ask you um, what would you say self-worth is what, what does it mean to have that sense of self-worth I think self-worth is having an opinion of yourself and and I think having a positive um, opinion of yourself as well. So if you were to say to me, okay, what what are you well, what are you worth? And I'd say, well, okay, well, it's not like what would you sell me for? It's more it's more <laughs> an idea of well, okay, what are my qualities? What are my positive qualities? And then boiling all those up into one idea, and that is self worth. So for example, for me, I'd say, all right, I'm organised, I'm professional, I'm committed, um, I'm lovable hopefully um you know so that, <laughs> you're pretty lovable jack yeah, that is what i that is what i value myself as therefore that is my self-worth mm. so i think it's the the positive um aspects of your life and of your personality that make up your mm. self-worth i agree yeah and I'll, I'll take one step further than jack in my own opinion and say that um self-worth um i guess is in relation to, to, to just being a human being, mm. um, that as a human you, you've, you've got that sense of self 
uh, worthiness as well. Um, so this really leads to the next question, um, which is where does a person get their self-worth from um, and what makes a person valuable and worthy? Um, so in my view would be the fact that they're human, um, regardless of whether they've made mistakes or committed crimes or whether they've been a saint. Um, in my view, would say that you've, you've got value and worth because you're a human being and that that makes you really worth something. Um, so, Ahana, what... what um, so yeah, Jack, what, do you, what are your thoughts about that? I think that um, I think it's very true, and I think that where um, where you get your self worth is from is from your parents, basically. I mean, as you as you grow up, you're learning a you're learning to become a, a human. Well, you already are a human. You've been a human since birth, but you're you're learning where to get your personality and where to get your values and where to get your self self worth. And I think that that really comes from your parents in in the way they encourage you, in the way they nurture you and nurture your growth. Um, and there's a knock on effect there where where you develop self worth as a result of that. So I think that's where it's um, where it all stems from. Did I just answer the question incorrectly? I don't know. No. <laughs> you, you answered very well, yeah. I know what you're saying. I think that a lot has to do with it, with the environment that we grow, we grow up in as children and the influence that parents can have on us as kids. So whether or not they, they encourage us or um, spend quality time, all of these things do, in my view, Jack, contribute to your, your overall sense of self-worth and, yes. and feeling worthy as, as a person. Um, so, Ahana, uh, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. It's a, a lot of the environment that you do grow up in, the people you're surrounded by, you know, a lot of the influences that you take in, everything you've been taught, and, you know, you just grow to become your own person. Mm. Hmm. Yep, I completely agree with that. Um, fantastic point. Um, so the next question, if I can address this to, to you, Ahani, is do you think that high schools and the majority of students in high schools encourage a general sense of self-worth, um, and if so, how, or if not how? Um, I do think high school has a lot of different influences. Um, you know, in high school, there's, there are always going to be people who, um, people who you don't like, people who you look up to, people, you know, there are always going to be people with who are better than you at certain things and, you know, people who who um, inspire you. So I think um, high school really does shape a lot of who who you are, who you think you are in those, you know, teenage years of where you really don't know what you're doing or where you're going. So, yeah. And I also think that high school is, if I, if I can look back to my high school experiences, I think that you... You are you are developing your personality in the way that you conduct yourself, but I think that high school also puts pressures on you. In that, well, if I look at my high school, I went to went to an all boys school, and you look at the really sporty guys and the guys who were in the gym and that sort of thing. So it almost it always starts starts the well, not the insecurity, but it always it already starts the idea of okay, these guys are better um, with their self image and their and their confidence. But the amusing thing is that they may seem confident at the time, but as soon as you take away their friends, in particular, you know, if you take away that situation of okay, the five jocks um, in the in the um, back alley or whatever it is, if you separate them, they're going to be all just like they won't have the personality that they would have had, as opposed to being with um, with their friends. So I think the peer pressure works against us in that 
they're pushing an idea to you, and whilst if you don't agree with that, you'll become ostracised from the group or from um, your year level, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'd like to bring up a point about that as well. I actually, um, I have to disagree with that. I go to an all-girls school, and I find that the environment that we're put in, it's a lot of, um, because girls aren't as big in um, STEM industries, I know we hear a a lot about that, about um, science, medicine, engineering, that kind of thing. I find that my school actually doesn't divide us up based on, you know, our abilities and, you know, it's more based on your interests. And I find that we don't really have segregated groups, like obviously we don't have jocks, but we don't really have, you know, a popular group or, you know, we're actually in a girl school, at least I find, that... um, we're more accepting of each other and we actually do understand each other a lot better. And I feel that um, it would not be as much present as it is in an all-girls school than it would be in a co-ed environment. Mm. And I find that that has um, contributed to a lot of my self-worth because I do feel comfortable doing activities that are mostly attributed to the male gender, such as, you know, I love mathematics, I'm really enjoying science this year, and I do participate in a lot of physical education as well. So, you know, yeah, I think that high school does nurture a lot of your self-growth. So, yeah. So you've really seen that in your experience, Ahana High School has been a positive influence in terms of your self-worth, and you find that um, it's an environment where everybody gets along and everybody mingles and, and can connect, and there's not so much different cliques or segregated groups. Yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, of course, high school is not going to be um, heaven. It's always there are always going to be disagreements. You're always going to have those weeks where you're overloaded with homework and you feel like you just don't want to do it anymore. But um, <clears throat> all in all, when you come and look at the big picture, yeah, it's definitely more of a positive environment than a negative one. Hmm. All right, so we're going to cut to a song, guys. This is On Top of the World by Imagine Dragons. I love Free. this one. It's a cool song. <laughs> so feel free if you are listening to Groove Along, and when we get back, we'll continue this conversation about uh, body image and self-acceptance. Hope you guys enjoy Welcome back to Sin 90.7 FM. You're listening to Youth and Loud with Peter, Jack and Hannah tonight. Um, we're having a pretty cool chat about body image and self-acceptance. If you have just joined in and reading some quotes along the way. Um, so Jack, just coming back to what you mentioned before in terms of at high school yep. and in other places as well, as well, some people might have an out, an outward appearance of self-worth and they might seem like they're confident mm. and seem like everything is together, yep. but on the inside there's this deeper sense of insecurity or yep. deeper sense of of lack of self-worth. Mm. Um, would you say that's something that was apparent in your high school experience? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. I think that it's, um, it's very much an idea of vulnerability is something that we're not... Well, I'm going to use the general term here. I think that vulnerability is something that we're not comfortable with. So to make ourselves vulnerable is not something that we would be willing to do. And I think that that's why we have... Um, I'm going to use the symbol of the wall. We have a wall up where you say, "Okay, I'm I'm fine. I'm feeling great. Um, how, you know, this is brilliant. Life is great." But on the inside, when we're at home just by ourselves, we go, "You know what? Life isn't great, and I'm and I'm not feeling too comfortable in my own skin, or I'm not dealing with the current problem that I've got. Although I don't want to voice that upon everyone. I don't want to." 
push that onto everyone. I just want to keep it keep it bottled up and just have the idea of okay, I'm, everything's fine. I don't want to make myself vulnerable. So I think that that's um, definitely something that uh, needs to be addressed um, in well, not so much in the media, but more just in in social circles and just having the the lack of self worth that needs to be brought to the surface, um, and it needs to be needs to be communicated. And in the in doing so, hopefully that builds some self worth and builds some um, some mental toughness mm. and endurance. And you raise a really good um, point there, Jack, in terms of talking it out. So if we talk about what someone can do if they are struggling with their self worth, and perhaps they have a poor um, sense of self esteem. Mm. In terms of what they can do to to help manage that, mm. I think talking it out is a really good place to start to discuss yeah. how you're feeling and the circumstances. Um, surrounding those feelings can be really helpful um, because it can bring a sense of relief and and, and peace Um, and it's also good just for for clarity of mind and clarity of of thinking as well. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think one of the things that high school really has taught me is that you don't need a huge group of friends to hang out with. You just really need those two or three good friends that you can trust and you know that you can talk to. And I feel like like Jack mentioned before, that the way that people are seen on the outside is not always the way they feel on the inside. And I do think that's a really important point to raise, that, you know, people aren't always going to be as perfect as they look. And, you know, again, that point of social media, mm. again, when you're just looking through um, people's lives through photos, obviously they're not going to photograph them memories and the parts that they don't want you to see they want Mm. you to see you know the perfect facade that they put on the outside but again everyone everyone has insecurities and I think it's just really really important that we all have some kind of outlets whether it be a person whether it be you know something that you just enjoy doing some way to you know get that out or that again bringing it back to self-worth something that you know makes you feel better Mm. like I'd like to and think that um, I'm skilled at acting, which really, you know, helps me, you know, get into some uh, someone else's skin. Or, again, I love listening to music or reading a book. And it doesn't have to be doing something. It's just, you know, mm. some way to just feel more accepted. And, and, yeah. I, and I think it's really interesting that, you know, you bring up the idea of Facebook and people say that um, if, if, if I have a, a status that... Ha- well, if I put up a status or a photo... That's, that would work better in this situation. If I put up a photo of myself and I get less than 20 likes, oh my God, do you think I should take it down? I don't want people to say that I haven't got less than 20 likes. You know, So I think that I, the idea of social acceptance, um, just by the click of a button, that's what it's come down to. If a certain number of people click a button, we'll feel accepted in society. Um, and that's just, it's just, it's not right. And I think also the idea of having, having a lot of friends. People have, um, my parents have said to me, you know what? The amount of friends you should ha- you should have, you should be able to count, count them on one hand. <laughs> Five good friends is all you need. You don't need, you know, 400 or... Si- well, I think I've got 600, 600 Facebook friends. Not to brag, but, you know, 600... I think I've got 600 fra- Facebook friends. I wouldn't talk to half of them, you know, or even a third, two-thirds of them, you know. So it's... It's the idea of having five friends, a good support base to talk it out if you are having emotional issues um, and you know, and of course there is Lifeline thirteen, eleven, fourteen. But it's it's just coming along. It's just getting to the point now where you need to go. All right, well, I'm not having the self worth that I deserve at the moment. I need to talk it out, and I need to 
get that self worth back through a discussion and mm. through an idea session. Yeah, it, it's such a good point, and yeah, just that fact as you mentioned before, talking it out and um, being open, Jack is is such a good point. And I agree. I think that if a person is basing their self-worth entirely on um, whether it's Facebook likes or how many friends they have, um, in my opinion, I don't think that that's a healthy thing to do. I think that despite how many likes you have on Facebook or how many Facebook friends you have, um, there should be that sense that, you know, I'm, I'm worthy as a person regardless of what um, of how many friends I have or what these Facebook friends uh, think. So it's a good point, Jack. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I do think, you know, the in that in that sense the media does have a bit of an influence on young people's lives today. I mean, it's a lot again based on what you post, what you like, what you follow. And I think again we just need to bring it back. This is reality. It's not your photos on a screen. It's the person you really are that um creates your self-worth and it's the people around you who to accept you as a person you are and again we really shouldn't um take the media's word for it it should be you know what you think of yourself and you know and what you think of everyone else hmm. fantastic point ahena um so we're going to cut to a song uh, this song is that boy could dance by a weird owl it's a pretty cool song and when we come back we'll continue this conversation Alright, and welcome back to Sin 90.7 FM. You're listening to Youth and Loud with Peter, Jack and Ahana. And tonight we're talking about body image and self-acceptance, if you've just uh, tuned in for this evening. Um, So, Ahana, when it comes to body image and self-acceptance, we know that attacking somebody's body image can happen, um, particularly in high school, as a form of bullying. Um... If there is somebody listening tonight who may have had an experience of bullying in relation to their body image, um, what could we say to encourage that person or give that person a sense of hope? Yeah, I do think um, bullying is always going to be prevalent. I just think um, it's never going to be completely extinguished because there are always going to be, you know, um, snide remarks or whatever. But... um, Always, as always, we're trying to um, keep it to a minimum. And, you know, um, even even the big big celebrities you see out there, even they've been bullied. Like, for example, you know, Taylor Swift was bullied in high school and look where she is now. I mean, she's Taylor Swift. Uh, so, like, Yeah. So, I mean, like, you've just got to be comfortable in your own skin and, you know, it will get better, whatever, whatever you may be thinking now. It will get better, and um, you you're not who they make. You're not the opinion of mm. someone else. Mm. Just always remember that you're not the opinion of someone else, and um, yeah, one day you're gonna get out of here, and you're gonna you know be your own person, and you just really don't need to take someone else's opinion of you. You're mm. you're you, and again, bringing that back to self worth. That's yeah again you're not someone someone else's opinion of you Mm. just be your own self and although it is hard it is going to get better so Mm. yeah and i think it also comes down to maturity as well not so much um your maturity but the maturity of people around you um if you were to if you were to have a certain body shape and people were to shame you for that if you look back and you go okay that was then they were 16 and 
five years down the track or even ten years down the track, the 21 or 26, they will have a different opinion of you just from their life experience and the maturity they have gained throughout the years as well. So I think when you're young, it is hard, but as Ahana said, it will get better because mm. the people around you will accept you just because they are older and they have had more life experience um, and more maturity. So it will get better. So it's although it is tough, it will get better. Mm, mm. I definitely agree. You're mm. you're just not the opinion who, of someone who doesn't know you or care about you. Like as as you get older, you're going to be surrounded by a different group of people, different people with different views, and it's not always going to be perfect. But you know, that's life, and you've just got you've just got to deal with it. Mm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. It, it's such a a good point. Um, so I guess following on from that, if we have friends, whether it is at school or not. Or another setting and they make a remark that might be teasing or picking on somebody because of their body image mm. what could we say in an appropriate kind of way to to pull them up on that or to um, address that um, yeah I do think that's you know a a big part of today, especially in social media, when um, someone makes a remark through text me- text message, you can't. The worst way you, to do it. The worst way to do it, definitely, because it's behind a screen, and you know you can't always tell the tone that the person is using. Very so, true. you know, it might be taken in the wrong way, and you know, just to confirm if you really do feel hurt about that, just confirm um, whether they meant it in that tone. And a lot of the time, you'll find that. Um, that that wasn't their intention to make you feel that way, mm-hmm. and um and then if it was, you've just got to, you know, pull them up on it. Yeah. I think that yeah, and I think that also, I mean, if you're if you're close to someone or, or you're good friends with them, they it's just the Australian nature to take the Mickey out of out mm-hmm. of them, yeah. um, and I think that. You know, people will say that, and then, you know, but if you're saying it over text, you don't know whether they're serious or they're joking. So it's one of those things where if you feel offended by it, I agree with Ahana. Just pull them up on it and go, "Hey, did you mean did you mean this to be like this? And this is how I'm feeling because of it." And I would have gone, "Oh no, no, I didn't feel like that. I didn't mean for that to happen." They're not going to be that heartless to go, yeah, "Yeah, I did actually maliciously send you a text." Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and if you're a good friend with someone, they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I mean, I th- and as it just comes down to being confident in yourself and just raising those issues and just talking it out with someone you trust um, and just just talking it out. That's the most important thing. And I think on top yeah. of that, Jack, just to um, explain as well, if you do have a friend who has <laughs> made a remark or a comment which is, you know, putting someone down because of their body image, mm. just to explain that, um, you know, you might not have meant harm by that, but it can do people serious damage. It can. And yeah. there has been um, situations where people have felt so down about it and, and they've taken their own life. Yes. Um, or they've gone into deep depression. So it isn't a small thing, even no. though it could just be if you words but something like that can really affect someone i can yeah Yeah, again you know it all comes down to think before you speak and you know if you've got nothing nice to say just don't don't say anything at all yeah exactly right um but yeah and i mean it's i mean not to bring down the tone of the show but i have to i whenever you mention something like that peter i I think of um charlotte dawson straight away um, and I think that was very, and it was trolling on her Twitter accounts um, and also towards her listeners, uh, not her listeners, her followers. Um, and that 
ultimately led to her demise, unfortunately. And it is a very sad, so sad world that we live in, um, and that social media is so powerful in today's society. Yeah, I do think in that aspect, the social media does need to change. And in that aspect, we need to make as a whole. We don't need to pinpoint the blame on someone or some um, social media platform. As a whole, as a society, I think it needs to be upon us to make that change and make um, more positivity through mm. make social media more positive platform than negative. Yeah, and it's such a good point that you raise um, Ahana that you know the the onus is on us individually. Um, and I, I don't think it's right for us to always say, oh, it's the media's fault or it's um, the government's fault or what have you, because each individual, including us, can do something to make a difference, um, even if it is just with our group of friends at school or at university, we can still make a difference. Mm. Um, and if we impact someone else, they can take the way we've impacted them and impact other people. Um, so, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think we might. I might just put the call out there again. I think if any of this has brought up any issues for you, you can ring Lifeline on thirteen eleven fourteen or Kids Helpline on one eight hundred six two six two nine zero nine five. So if there's any issues there, um, they're always there twenty four seven to speak about it as well. Mm. Um, so that does just about wrap us up for this evening. If you have been listening, um, we hope that you have enjoyed tonight. Um, and we hope that you can be encouraged as well. If you are someone who has struggled with um, body image or self-acceptance, we hope that you can be encouraged and to know that you you are worthy as a person. Um, as Ahana was mentioning before, regardless of what other people have ever said about you, to know that you, you're worthy and valuable and appreciated as a human being and that people's opinions don't at all define who you are. Yeah, I've got to agree with that. I mean, we're in a technological revolution and, you know, look at what the industrial revolution brought us, you know, mm. pretty much everything we have today. So again, we can't we just can't look at the media as just a negative light. I mean, again, both sides of the story. So if we really do want to change in the media and we feel that it is putting too many negative views out there, I think it really is upon us to change that. Mm. Very well said. Um, and on top of that, we just want to thank you on, on behalf of Youth and Loud, Ahana, for joining us tonight. It's been mm. fantastic to have you along, and we would just like to encourage you as well um, with your schooling and with the rest of your life. Um, you've done a great job tonight. Mm. Um, I'm speaking. This is the first time on radio, is it? <laughs> yeah, there never you go. Been on radio first before. time, Jack. How's that? It's a pretty good, pretty good first time. <laughs> very, <laughs> very good so time. Much. There were definitely um, some good points that you raised, and I mm. think there's some the people listening now would take some. Definitely take something away from that. So we do thank you for definitely, that. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, thank so. you. It's been a pleasure to be here mm. tonight, and I hope the rest of it goes well. Thank yeah. yeah, thanks, Ahana. Um, so that just about leaves it there, guys. So Youth and Loud will be back next week from 8pm uh, to 9pm on Saturday night, and it's going to be a kicking episode, so it's definitely one you don't want to miss. All right, so the last one to kick us off is drama. Hope you have enjoyed tonight, and take it easy. Peace out, and enjoy the rest of your Saturday. <laughs>